Thanks so much for joining me on another episode of Cranford Radio. My name is Bernie Wagonblast. There is a group in town that you may or may not be familiar with. It is the Cranford Knights of Columbus, Council 6226. And I'm joined today on Cranford Radio by Kevin Comiskey. He is the Grand Knight for the Cranford Council. Kevin, welcome to Cranford Radio, or maybe I should say, welcome back. You've been on once before back in 2016. Thank you, Bernie. Nice to nice to see you again. I didn't realize it was that long since I was talking to you last time. <laughs> it's, it's good to be back again. Well, good to have you. And, and last time we talked, you were talking about the Cranford JCs and the Firecracker Four Miler. But this time, we're going to be talking about a different organization, the Cranford Knights of Columbus. Let's start right off with what are the Cranford Knights of Columbus for someone who's not familiar with them? Knights of Columbus in general, we're a fraternal organization that we are faith-based. So basically a group of men from the church, from the Catholic Church, similar beliefs that are interested in meeting together, praying together, and supporting each other and the community with the various different things throughout the year. That's the the short piece of the story. (laughs) Well, hopefully we can get into a little more depth and learn a little bit more. Cranford Knights of Columbus, when I was looking it up, are relatively new. Of course, I guess anything that happened in my lifetime, I consider new, but maybe somebody wouldn't. 1970, I believe, was when the council was created, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. 1970, May 1970, actually, our local council, uh, 6226, was uh, formed. The Knights of Columbus itself started in 1882, and it's the world's largest Catholic fraternal service organization. There's more than 1.9 million members in countries around the world. And locally, in our council, we have over 280 members. So just just like any organization, there are uh, some members that are very active and some that are a little less so. But as as a whole, typically our our meetings, we would end up with over 50 people coming to a meeting on on a Tuesday night uh, once, once a month. So we get great turnout. We get great support. From our members for the events that we run we just had a golf classic two months ago raised some money from that and we donate the money that, that comes in mm-hmm. we donate five thousand dollars to the buzzing buddies which is a great local organization we donated five five thousand dollars to cranford 86 as well now since this is a catholic fraternal organization would I be correct in assuming that all or at least most of the members come from St. Michael's Church? Yeah, m- most are. There's some that there's some that actually live outside of the outside of Cranford and come to St. St. Michael's. There's the requirement isn't that they go to St. Michael's. There's mm-hmm. some from that live in Cranford and may go to some of the other Catholic churches in in the area. That's fine. It's not about the church building itself or the parish itself. It's about the community. That's what we want to we want to support. It's not, not just about St. Michael's itself, although like we are very closely associated with St. Michael's. It could be members could come from any of the Catholic churches in the in the area. And we have mm-hmm. people that live in Kenilworth or live in, in Clark that, that uh, are, are part of our membership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You talked about some of the things that community organizations that you donate to. I would imagine you also provide financial support to St. Michael's School and to the, the church building itself. It's a, it's a large building. It's an older building. So it has, I'm sure, some financial requirements to keep it up and maintain it and such. Yeah, there's a lot we do support to support uh, the, the school. 
twice a year we'll we'll host events there, which is the breakfast with the bunny or breakfast with 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 Santa, where we provide the manpower, we provide the food that's there, and the and it's all the the school that themselves receive all of the the proceeds from, from that. We're mm-hmm. also fortunate to be able to run some events in there ourselves, like our annual St Patrick's uh, dinner dance is we hold that in in the, in the school. Uh, we support the church as well, and in the St Michael's feast. Two months ago, we made a contribution to that as well. We find like we we take money in from events where that we run. We like passing it out. We like giving out to other organizations. Supporting Cranford Family Care is a huge piece of what we do as well. Last week with the uh, Domino's uh, cereal boxes that were put together, we donated 120 boxes of, of cereal. Quite a large uh, amount of cereal I was I was picking up from the store. <laughs> <laughs> getting getting into, into my Old, old minivan. <laughs> oh, I can well imagine they, if they didn't know what was going on in Crawford, might be wondering why you need so much cereal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, someone's probably suggesting I need a dentist after all of the oh, <laughs> all the sugary cereals. <laughs> we talked about the charitable side of the Knights of Columbus, but I would imagine there's also a social side for the men who get together to enjoy each other's company while they're they're raising money for these various causes. That is a huge piece as well. And it's, and it's these days in, in particular with when there is so much going on mental health wise as well, it is incredible to be able to join with brothers and, and be, be able to say a prayer with, with, with someone, you know, mm-hmm. and it might just be a, be a little, but it's not, it, it is a comfortable way to be after the pandemic where we are all locked in for what, what seemed what seemed like years mm-hmm. it's nice to be out again to be able to have these events be able to have a, a a beverage talk about what's going on it's not political it's it's just social we're, we're there doing doing things t- together and um, supporting the people of, of the community whether it's scouts that come in that are looking for uh, support with their eagle scout project or it's families in need we're here to support mm-hmm. I'd like to talk a little bit about your personal involvement with the Knights of Columbus. What first drew you to become a member of the organization? Obviously, you don't just join and become the the Grand Knight uh, instantly. You have to uh, get involved and and learn a little bit of how the organization operates. Tell me a little bit about your journey, please. You brought it up from the beginning, our prior our prior meeting talking about the the firecracker and the and the Jaycees. And it was actually a friend of mine that uh, will remain nameless that was a knight. I convinced him that if he joined the, the JCs, I would join the knights <laughs> at some stage as well. So I was active in the church anyway. So I was I was interested in joining, but we did. So we so I became a knight. He became a JC as well. And that was probably I think that was around, around about 2015. I'd support different different events and uh, go to them when I when I could. There's no there's no commitment that you have to do. In a moment, we'd like like everyone to spend a little bit of time to volunteer for for something, but I would help where I could. And then, at one stage, um, I guess two and a half years ago, I was at, at a meeting, and I've always had a problem of not sitting on my hands. Mm-hmm. So, so when the call came that there was positions that were needed needed volunteers, some fresh blood, my hand <laughs> automatically raised, you know, and I volunteered. So I was deputy. Deputy Grand Knight for two years under Jerry Fahini, who was uh, just an amazing leader of the organization. 
And then in July, I transitioned into the this this role. I was voted in to, um, for my, my term to begin. How long is your term? It's debatable. I, I, I could be removed any time. You know? uh. so, <laughs> it, it can be a year. The term can be like a year to two years. It's it all all depends on the organization. So I have to see, see how how th- things go in the in, in springtime. I've no I'm here here and now and see see how it goes. Mm-hmm. As the Grand Knight, the top position for the Cranford Council, do you have any particular goals that you would like to see accomplished while you're in that position? Some some little things like there's some automating with facebook with instagram instagram is something i have to learn myself mm-hmm. as well i just just want to try advanced things on there's many things we do on on paper that i just want to see where we can where we can automate it how we can bring it up a little, little bit more into the in into the this this century mm-hmm. but i have my issues as well that i there's a lot a lot of work going on with it on top of a full-time job as as well <laughs> So, so sometimes I wonder, did I buy it off more than I can chew? So <laughs> when the results come in in several months, I'll, I'll, I'll know. But as, as a whole, it's like we like to bring in new members. And that's that's how organizations, that's how, how they move and how they, they win when there's constantly it's like some more people coming in, taking over some of the, being able to help out with, with uh, committees, help out with events, and then be able to take over those events eventually as well. So that so that the people that have done it for years are able to sit back and relax and just be in the in the heckler seats rather than on the on the, the front benches. Mm-hmm. Because you have been a member of the Cranford JCs, are there any ideas in terms of how they've grown their membership or how they've done fundraisers or anything like that that maybe you think you might be be able to steal for the uh, the Cranford Knights? There's a lot of a lot of things like there's similarities in the organiz- organizations. There's definitely things that I I think of like how do we do it on the on the JC side, and manpower wise, like there's so many more with the JCs. It's a a younger organization, but still we were still able to do some of the same kind of of things. Like we give a lot of money away in scholarships. Like after Hurricane Ida, the nights were were, were out as well as. as Every organization was in town helping people out with their homes, moving things out. So it wasn't just a Knights group or a JCs group. It, this this is a community. So we get involved in the community events where, where we can and do things to help the community. And things like that, it doesn't matter what religion it is or who the people are. We're, 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 we're there to help. If we need know that someone needs help, we want to try and see what we can do to help them. One of the things I've found with many volunteer organizations is... There's a challenge of people getting older, that the membership is aging and becoming older, and it's more difficult to attract younger people to become members of the organization. I don't know if that's an issue for the the Cranford Knights, but how do you attract younger men to become involved with something like this when they look at their schedule and say, I don't know how I can add one more thing to my schedule. I've got kids, I've got a job, I've got my house that I have to take care of, whatever it might be? That's an interesting question. It's a very valid concern with the organizations because a lot of the members are aging up a, a little bit. And we are trying to get in some new blood as well. It's how we approach it. So at the beginning of December, first Sunday in December, we're going to have a membership drive at the church and hopefully bring in some people, some men then. 
it's just communicating and, and follow, following through with, 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 with people. So as members ourselves, we watch for, for people in church that we may see every every week or every second week or whatever and, and just sometimes try try and say, you know, are you interested? Having a few minutes to talk to them and explaining it, and it's not necessarily a lot of time that's that's needed. Sometimes it might just be spending an hour at the conservation center with a bucket when we're doing a collection on stage. People drive by, they drop it in. That's great. If not, they we wave as they go as they go by. Can you spend an hour a year? Can mm-hmm. you spend two hours? It's like small little bits of time add up to a huge piece for our, our community. We've got the calendar raffle uh, coming up soon that raises money towards our, our scholarships that, that we give away every, every year to the high, high school uh, high school graduates. And the word gets out about the nights about that. So when people see like good things that you do and you represent the organization well, people want to know what is it that you're actually doing. And so you're we're more likely to retain people when they actually come to us. So it's a little bit more challenging when you when you reach out you just have to work on it a little bit more jerry did a great job last year we we did get uh, several people joining the organization and we've already had a few this year but we're looking for more now as the grand knight for the cranford council you're part of a larger organization there are other councils around the state so there's a state organization i imagine a national international organization do you have much interaction as the grand knight with these parent group so to speak we do there's emails will come from from supreme which is the national all all the time but as part of our council we're part of the union county group which which i was at a meeting of that that last last week there's a chapter one so there, there are affiliations outside of the, of cranford as well that we join up with and we, we will do things with with as well and share information when you go to a meeting of an of one of these other groups and you hear what another council is doing that gives you ideas just like what we're doing gives us ideas how we can drive up our membership or not just that how we can be more efficient and be be a better supporter of the community Mm -hmm. for someone who's listening to this who might have some interest in becoming a member of the knights of columbus council 6226 how would they go about that there's a, a few a few different ways. They could just Google Cranford Knights of Columbus, and there's a link on that site um, to my email, as well as how just to to join up. The another way is uh, they could just type in um, kofc.org, so kofc.org, and there's a, a sign up link there. And by joining there, that would be join, joining online, and then the information would come to to us as the local council, if based on the address that they that they put down, and then we would reach out to that person. My my phone number is on the is on the uh, website as well. Welcome to phone me, email me, just uh, m- mention anything in, in St Michael's, and you can track me down. <laughs> well, we're going to make it even easier for people who are listening to this. They don't have to Google anything. If there's going to be a link. In the show notes for the local Cranford Council, they can just click on that and go right to it. So they don't even have to put anything into Google to uh, to find you guys. <laughs> and then, of course, it's Facebook as well. We put things on Facebook. We put the events that we're we're running, and um, that's that's on Facebook every, every all the time as well. 
Well, I want to thank you, Kevin, for being my guest here on Cranford Radio. We've been talking with Kevin Comiskey. He is the Grand Knight for Cranford Knights of Columbus Council 6226. Kevin, thanks so much for chatting with me this afternoon. Pleasure, Bernie. Thank you.